worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Well, I was recruited by LNA to to come here from the the experience that I had done before. I grew up all my life in Las Vegas and worked in sports books from making odds to everything for about 15 years in Las Vegas. And then when I came back, got back into the gaming business, they had they recruited me to come out here. I checked it out. This will be so for the other company I worked with, I launched many other sports books throughout the country. And uh, this was the opportunity again to uh, launch this from zero. So I had to put together everything from internal controls to SOPs to you know, just the house rules and working with tribal gaming different than any other, e- each individual state, when that when that injunction was lifted by the Supreme Court, you'll always have a little bit different how they look at it, how a state looks at it, and then you have to work around the parameters that they have, you know, compact that they have and how they want to look at it. And um, that was my challenge here. I mean, it took me just about a year's time to get it, uh, everything put together you know, I at one point I said, you know, look, stop with the dates because the dates just get people pumped up and and, and it's going to go and going to go. And I says, I'm one that wants to give you a legitimate time frame to say, hey, yeah, on this date's when we're going to do it instead of getting everybody pumped up and ready to go. And then something comes up and it did <laughs> over and over. But, you know, it has been extremely successful. My, my my goals are extremely high to where I want to be. I want to dominate everything that's uh, in the Pacific Northwest from from Seattle to down past Portland and, and, and such, even to Eugene to where that is. Anybody can get to come up here to enjoy the vibe that we have, the the more uh, familiar Las Vegas vibe that what we have. It's it's a little different, but that's the uh, that's my intent is just just to make that simple, that feel and feel at home and feel like it's, you know, Everything is connected and, and you have really good relationships with all, the pe- with all the team members that I have there and makes it just a whole lot of fun. That really is fascinating. Hugh Offill is with us. He created the sports book. He's a sports book manager at Alan A Resort and Casino. And it sounds like you've done it before. I can only guess how many moving parts there are that go into that, not only from state laws and federal uh, concerns and everything else, but you talked about your main goal of wanting it to feel like a a real Vegas uh, sports book. In fact, it is. If you're wagering money on games, that's as real as it gets. So, you know, what have you been able to tweak now that you got it up and running to make it feel, um, you know, as inviting as possible? You know, a lot of that is just relationships we can create with the guests that come in. Because it is so new and being able to answer any questions that they have. And, you know, you have to realize that we've been open just over a year now. And for the team members that I have that work with me, it was all new for them too. You know, everybody that I brought in uh, uh, had never done this before. They get a crash course on on how it exactly works. And so we can, as they have learned and we have gone over everything prior to open, and then that's what we can do for the guests that come in because there's plenty of questions. And for the uh, amount of games and propositions, it can be very confusing to a guest that just... You know, they think that they know, but they don't know. They need to come ask and say, and then we create those relationships. You know, I have always 
consistently said that if you create members of your fan club, then they're going to want to continue to come in. And one of the biggest advertisers you will have is word of mouth, because once that they come in and they realize, hey, we can have any any of the answers, any of the questions, you know, there is no dumb question uh, because it is it is going to help them learn and want to and want to do it more. Not that I want to create any bad gambling habits, but help people understand sports wagering. And because there's a lot of particulars to it, why it looks the way that it does. And we're here to help, you know, we're here to help people understand. And, it, and the great thing is, is when the light goes off, you know, you can see the light light bulb go off and you go, oh, okay, they, they've got it. And, and I continuously say, hey, the team comes up and when they come up, when the guest comes up, hey, let's, let's uh, make sure we make them feel good. Make sure that we're here for them, no matter how much time it takes. You know, if, if we're in during a busy time, there's been many times, you, you know, I'll pull somebody aside and just say, hey, let me help you out here. Let me help you understand it. And then I get them right back in line. So it is really just being very helpful and, and teaching everybody as with my team too, just teaching everybody what it is and how it works. Sportsbook manager at A Resort and Casino is with us, Hugh Offill. This is all on site. So you create an environment where people come in, they place their wagers on multiple games, one game, whatever it is. They sit there, they root, um, and they get excited. They have a ticket maybe, and they, they either rejoice uh, by the time they see the result they want or they rip up their ticket. Are you trying to create you know, a place to hang out and truly just take in two, three, four, five hours or whatever it takes uh, to complete that series of wagering? Oh, well, absolutely. I want to create the vibe of just just excitement. I mean, from when we you know, had the first March Madness last year to just this last weekend, the vibe up there and the excitement that w that went on in there was just fantastic. It was, people were just uh, uh, besides themselves and you have what, you know, you have Oregon fans and you have Washington fans. And like I say, March Madness was crazy. I mean, when, where else would you see in Washington, you're going to have people chanting FDU for Fairleigh Dickinson when they won their game. It's just such a fun atmosphere. And that's what I try to create. You know, we try to create each week, each weekend, each weekday, because you got to realize a lot of these sports, uh, which, the, you know, the, the king is football. It, it it always will be. College basketball, when it gets to March Madness, gets really, it gets really going. But, you know, it is a year-round thing. You know, that that's why you know, I told my team this before. I says, you won't realize how fast the calendar goes by to the atmosphere we create. It's just a constant Next thing you know, you know, we're here to November. We're already to, to Thanksgiving Day. We've gone through everything else. And like you were saying, it, it's just a really, really fun atmosphere. Great vibe in there. Excitement. People cheering for their teams and, uh, and cheering for the wagers that they've made. Do you offer education when it comes to this? You know, you go to Vegas and some of the other uh, legal sites. And a lot of times, craps, for instance, is a little bit complicated. And they will offer craps classes or Stickman will help you with different things while you're wagering there on site. You know, you got money lines against the spread, parlay, teasers, prop bets, um, all those types of things. Do you try to help out the average sports wannabe gambler on site? Oh, 100%. You know, we I can usually tell, you know, by just their body language and, and, and what they're trying to do. And like I say, you know, I will pull them aside or one of my supervisors, team members will pull them aside, you know, if they're if we're a busy time. And if not, you know, I want to always make time to help them understand what they're wagering, because a lot of times that is a they will think that they have a winner, but they don't. And I will explain, hey, you know, come up and ask, especially 
you know, that we get into the weeds of, of sports betting and we get into where you can have a three-way bet when you can bet one side or the other, or you can bet the tie. And it's just, yeah, always take the time. You know, that again, those are how I'm going to build loyalties. Always take the time to explain, help them out in any way, shape, or form. You know, when we go out to the kiosk, you know, I'll be happy to go, you know, we'll be happy to go out to the kiosk and show them, hey, it looks like this, it looks like this. Or, you know, that's why I always say, yeah, I, I like people that come to the counter because the interaction, the interaction is huge. It's just building the camaraderie of them coming in. And, you know, what else? We're all here for sports and we're here betting on it. Who do you like? Who don't you like? And just, and then it helps educate everything. Like you say, from money lines to totals, so prop bets, prop bets can be, they can be confusing. Uh, our, the, the ones where we get some of the lines from, I'm in constant contact with this, can be. And, and we have more prop bets than, you know, a, a lot of the bigger name places. We we will get way into what the prop bets are. You know, you can go into one game and you might see team A against team B and there's, you know, 195 other wagers that you can go into the game itself. That's just that one game. Yeah, that gets downright silly, but that's also a lot of fun. You talked about rules. There there are a lot, no doubt, and some of those have to do with NCAA or what you can and cannot wager on just in the state of Washington. We're assuming you've dialed all those in, and some people, I guess, are like, oh, I wanted to bet the UW game, but I'm afraid I can't. And also, does everything have to be done on site? Is there any online action, or do you have to be present to win and come back with your ticket? How's that work? Well, if you if you come to the counter or you go to the kiosk and you ma- and you make a wager, that ticket is good for a year after the event. Once the event's played, you have a year. Uh, yeah, we are we are restricted by the state of Washington into taking any wagers on Washington schools. Any one of the Washington schools, Washington, Washington State, Eastern Washington, anything like that, we can't take wagers on. And I'm hoping going forward that that will. You know, we will get past that. So in in Las Vegas or in Nevada, it was that way for a long time with UNLV and, and Nevada Reno. You couldn't bet on either one of those, but then they lifted it and now we're where we are. So I'm hoping within a little bit of time we can, you know, get to a point to where we can take action on those games, even if it meant half half the limit or or lesser wagers that we take, but we would be actually actually able the opportunity to do it. So, you know, those are just conversations that as state gaming comes forward and if we want to tweak any parts of the compact or anything like that, that the things that they set forth that we can and we can't do. Uh, there are things that I, I'm hoping we can move forward and, and uh, be able to get in the future. All right. It's time to talk about something that is absolutely fascinating slash baffling for the regular sports fan. And that is the Vegas Lions. Over the years, remarkably accurate. And I know that Vegas is not always trying to predict the outcome of a game, the total of points, um, which team is likely to win and by how much. They're also trying to set lines that create action. You're very well versed in this uh, entire field. So tell us, how in the world does Vegas come up with these lines and how are they so good at it? When I make when I make lines, you know, it, it, and when I did out there and, and I will still go through and make them each week over, you know, for instance, all the college games and, and uh, the pro games each week. You have a formula that you will want to stick to whatever statistics or power rating, whatever you want to look at as a trader or as a bookmaker. You want to look at, you want to stay in your lane and be and be, and can be consistent with that. And then once you do, you know, you might find little things. You take the public's perception into what action am I going to have or in the market that you have. It, it, it's putting all those together. But like I say, the formulas that I use 
I stay, I stay true to them. I don't want to get, you, you know, you can look at a statistic that says, oh, this quarterback against this team. Now you'll take a little bit of that into it, but it is putting all that stuff together, put, taking the mixer, mixing it all up. And here comes the, here comes the number. You know, I still do it the old school way. I don't have analytics that I put into computer. I put it into my brain and write it. <laughs> the scratch paper that I have down, we can come as close as, as we can. And we've been, you know, everybody that I have ever, worked with yeah you're right we get we get really close and you know there's some games that we do really well on and there's others that uh hey we missed it but you know that's that's the underdog story when that happens uh but like i say you know a long-winded answer is you know we, we stay within the formulas we use look at the statistics or what you have with certain matchups then i will also take into the market i will also take in you know where you know what the public may be looking at just skew it just a little bit to where you've heard the words of uh, you know sharp sharp money or or just square or you know just the general public money so you know i what what action i'll respect more how i will move the line a little differently to how the money's come in but it's like taking the big pile of all this you know and and being able to break down everything and break down the line and be able to put something out there that is uh, certainly competitive. And it's changed a lot. You know, it isn't where in Las Vegas, you used to be when I was at the Stardust, you'd be able to come in and make a play on a game. And then you could go right next door to Circus Circus, or you could go down to the win, or you could do something like this. And you might find a line that was about, you know, half point different or little something like that. That's pretty rare anymore. With everything, it's it's pretty much streamlined. And everybody is, you might find money lines a touch bit different you might have a team that's minus five points and one is minus five minus 120 and then the other one you might find somewhere minus five minus a dollar 12. it just very but, but that's a lot of what you'll see now because everything is so competitive there really isn't you know like you were mentioning the online part the online part in washington and in Oregon is it, it, again each state's a little different. So anything that you do online within the yeah, or, or with an app in the state of Washington, you'd actually physically have to be on the property. It isn't like some of the state-run DraftKings that you have in Oregon, but you're also very limited. You can't bet college sports. You can't do any of those things. But at least it's out there, and you can wager like that. So a lot of the apps and the online stuff again goes back to what the state wants to do, what they're requiring. So the last sports book I ran in Lawrenceburg, Indiana, there was everything. You could be in that state, wherever you were, and whatever app you were playing on, as long as you were within the state, you geofence into that state, you could bet on any app that you wanted to at any time. Where other states like here or in, in Oregon, you have to be within that state or you have to, which was different for me, was you actually physically have to be on a property to be able to make wagers uh, on their app. Like I say, it just differs per state. It will evolve into where, you know, I'm hoping future-wise, you know, that, that it, it will evolve enough that we will be able to, look, if you're loyal to a and we have our own app developed, and it, it, if that was the case, then you'd be able to play on that app, and it's going to come through exactly what our lines are. But, you know, these are headed future things, you know, because a lot of it is still, again, it's so new. So sometimes when, uh, you know, I never want to get so far into the weeds of talking about sports wagering that that it can be dizzying you know that it can be just it can be too much and you know, i did that with my team also you know i says look there's a lot you have to walk through and do yourself because the vision of how somebody is going to see you know if you get on an app or you get on anything and and, and, and the simple part of what's the spread what's the over under that's pretty simple but a lot of the other things that go along with it or why does it pay the way that it does why does it do the 
we get into that and and I don't want to confuse people because it's I try to keep it as simple as we can. And again, the apps are great. And I certainly hope that in the state of Washington and, and Oregon, we will be able to come to a point where, you know, you'll be able to get on whatever app that you're loyal to. And so you can use your player's card and you can get perks and points and, and all of those things. But it is a, a, it's a slow process. Some states are quicker than others and others are slower. So it's the service we have that we get our lines from is Canby. And we will put those up there. I can have, if there is, I go and do it for myself. I will go and make these lines on on the games themselves just for my own checking to where the lines are and then i will look at other markets and then i just to see it's it's kind of i might say well if i still got it do i still know and then i'm, and then I'm right on with it you know the, the one thing that i will do is if my lines i believe in the line that i make so usually it's within a half point or there if i get something that's uh, um Three points or more, I would I would be, you know, I'd make a little mark in the, to myself and say, okay, that's the side I would take because I'll believe in my line and we'll see how it goes. But I, you know, when I meet with Camby each week, you know, if there's something that I don't know or, or that I find that it, the line is different than what I would do, then I just ask. You know, I will say to them, why does it look this way? Uh, but the, they're responsible for that. The organic part of what I do is really just to, I just check it all against the lines of the of the games there is no way with the propositions that we have now and into the depths of all that they do you know you have to have something analytical to dump it into because not one brain can sit there and do all that that's that is yeah, insane that's a lot and a professional gambler quote unquote what are they hoping to hit? if if you can hit what 55% just over half is that excellent and is that do people actually make a living these days doing that they do but you know one of the things that has has always occurred to me with if you're going to do it for a living I'm not suggesting anybody does but you have to be disciplined you can't have to get your a wager down every day you have to be able to be very particular and you have to be okay well I don't have anything for a week or even two stay disciplined because that's the only way that you're going to make it. If you have one play one week, great. If you have four the next week, great. But from a professional point of view, you've got to be, you know, look, look at where the, you know, the lines would be, what you're going to want to do, but it it is tough. It is, it would be very tough to make your living. I've seen many, many guys try to do it and you can't spread yourself too thin. You got to, again, it all comes down to discipline we all know that, that, you know, as I used to say, hey, look, they keep building these racist sports books everywhere maybe because everybody's winning all the time. But right, you have right. opportunity. But the choice, that's the one thing in, in this part of gaming is the choice is yours. You know, where if you're playing craps, you're rolling dice. If you're playing a slot machine. You don't have that control. So with this, it's your own choice. You know, if you lose, you can go look in the mirror and go, hmm, well, I picked the wrong one. But but that's really what it boils down to is, you know, just a discipline. There are people who try to make a living at it. And especially if they get caught up in the every day, it would be if you made 55% wagering every day, you're, you're doing great. Wow. Okay. And you talked about safety for gamblers and, and we should certainly just uh, dedicate a moment for that. We see the PSAs. Obviously, fantasy football is huge, but we also have daily fantasy as well. And you talk about only being able to gamble what you can afford. Is that something you preach or have you have you unfortunately seen some things that have gone the wrong way? I have had to have more than I like to admit conversations to guests about 
you know, hey, you're you're overreaching and just making sure that, hey, you know, uh, that the offer can be out there that, look, we're we're here to help. I want you to have enjoyment in what you're doing and wagering on these games. But also you can tell somebody's I can tell somebody's mannerisms or their patience with things or, you know, they haven't taken a shower in three days. Right. Or trying to constantly double up, you know, just get back to zero. Correct. And, you know, oh, I'm going to get with this, I'm going to get even. And, you know, how much they're pulling out of credit cards to just get, you know, get monies. And and those conversations I've had to have, you know, I've had to, you know, suggest, hey, look, ban yourself for a year and let yourself get yourself under control. Because this way, when you, when they do that, they can't come back. They can't come make a way. Now, is it going to stop them from going to another state? or do it? No, it's not. But that would be last resort. It's just wanting to bring it to their attention to say, I think that you're hurting yourself. Here's a number you can call if you need to get some help. And being very wary of just, you know, I try to look at their their actions, their mannerisms. You can see that, you know, when couples come into the casino or come into the sports book and you can see one just angry about everything, you know, you have to read body language and, you know, you have to kind of be the psychiatrist, psychiatrist or the psychologist and gently talk about problem gaming. It happens. It's a, it, it, you use it as a, you know, it can be a incredibly entertaining and fun thing to do. And uh, I hate those conversations when I have to go. But I also know that uh, part of what I do is to keep them from doing something that they wouldn't want to do and help guide them into help. Absolutely fair and uh, sometimes necessary. The sports book manager at Alan A Resort and Casino is Hugh Offill with us on Beyond the Headlines. I'm your host, Brett Recamp, and it sounds like you're really uh, starting to hit your stride now that you have been up and running for a while, got all the kinks worked out. So what kind of future, now that we have the hotel there at Alan A, it's really popping, isn't it? It really is, you know, and my, my, my thought process would be, you know, I hope that we can uh, change and expand where the counter is and how it, how it looks to better serve the guests, to make it a central point of what we want to do, because the largest part in, in, in gaming right now is sports betting. Nationwide, it is, you know, the ones that uh, have passed the law that says they can have sports wagering, just to continue to grow, to keep making it better for the, the the guests that come in and make them you know just enjoy it even more and and that's just growing the product to make sure that the retail that we're doing and everything we can provide the best guest service we can possibly do like you say we have a bunch of everything we've got everything from restaurants to the table games to slots to now sports betting all of these things you know uh, are just make it that much more enjoyable and fun and and I hope to the sports book can you know we can we can grow and, and uh, you know, help realign the counter and make it better just for the the, the interests of the guests and just make it an even more fun uh, environment. Awesome. And it's just right up the road from us here in Portland, just uh, north on I-5 there. A lot of multitask uh, sports wagering, I'm guessing, that you might do. So, you know, you're, you have something to eat. You play a few slots, you know, you play a couple of table games, maybe some blackjack or some craps. You make a wager or two on a game, and and that sort of like fills your whole gaming outing for a day, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, let, 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 you, let, let you get your fix in. You know, you have a bunch of everything to where, you know, we even have table games. I mean, I mean, we even have televisions around the table games. So, you know, as, you, as you're playing your hand to blackjack, you can still, that's right, you can still, you know, cheer on your, your team that's going on. And if you're, if you're near to where the, uh, the stadium seating is, where we have this huge video wall near where the, uh, um, 
sportsbook is, it's right there in the same place, you know, because you're able to play table games and you're able to see that right there. You can still see the huge screens. You can be out on slots and see televisions around. So you're sweating everything. You know? <laughs> we, yeah. Which and, is part, um, you know, if you're doing it right, that's part of the fun of, absolutely. of yeah. gambling. And you usually only hear about the wins, right? You don't hear about the losses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't want, yeah, that's exactly right. All right. Before I let you go here, Hugh, uh, football is king. So, um, you know, we got to ask you about a couple of things, maybe for the NFL. Who's the favorite to win the Super Bowl in the NFL? Well, the favorite to win the Super Bowl in the NFL, I tell you what, with with, with the way that this year has gone, I think that you, you know, there, there are the teams that half a dozen, eight teams that could be right there to win the Super Bowl. It, it is, uh, it just varies per week. You know, it varies per, you know, whether it's NFC against AFC. Perfect example uh, okay, I've been a Chiefs fan all my life. It doesn't, it, it, this isn't doing it. But when you look at, so uh, there was a statistic I saw going into Green Bay. And if, you know, just where teams are going to play good, how they're going to play against a, a an NFC team or an AFC team. So if they go into Lambeau and they lose to an NFC team, ah, doesn't hurt them within the conference. So you continue to win, beat who's in front of you for the rest of the year. Then it, you know, th- those those matchups vary. But I, like, I'd probably say that there's eight teams. You know, we watched two of them with it with San Francisco and Philadelphia this last weekend, which, you know, one game could be that way. Everything went just perfectly for San Francisco, but it's one game, you know, and, and, uh, but I would say, you know, you have Philadelphia, you have the 49ers, you have the, uh, you have the chiefs, you have the, I mean, really the Ravens have played great. The Jaguars have played great. Uh, it, it will be, I'm telling you, it will be a crapshoot. You'll have a dozen teams that you really could say, find each one to say, okay, this team could win it. Dallas, you, you could throw them in. Uh, but it is it is really wide open, probably more so this year than I can remember. I would say San Francisco is the favorite now simply. You know, a lot of times what happens is the eye test. The eye test of public, and I'm not saying for me as as being a trader and looking at it, but it's one game, but they'll get smitten by, oh, they did this one week. Well, it it just really varies. But I think it's probably more wide open this year uh, to win the Super Bowl than, than I can remember in previous years. That's outstanding. And the NFL is, above all, is a week-to-week league. And, and it's remarkable how one team can get blown out one week and they usually come back strong the following week. We've seen it a million times. Just an awesome conversation, Hugh. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes and you know best of luck at ALA it sounds like you you have a unique situation and and uh have really hit some home runs if you will yeah it's it's it has been fantastic and continues to grow each week and can, continues to get better uh and it has been so much fun you know I when I first got into it I you know sports betting and I was a ticket writer in Las Vegas I was like Wow, I get to deal with sports every day. I, look, my my goal is balance my drawer, and after that, it's just have a good time. Because if you're a sports fan, it was just a blast. But we are moving for you know moving forward there. Yeah, I mean we've been like I said just a little over a year, and we keep growing and you know getting more people to be interested in sports wagering, and we're always there to help out and help people understand the guests understand exactly what they're wagering on and just want them to have an absolute blast when they're here. Uh, and it has been great. It has been, it has been Pacific Northwest has been great, great place to, uh, to, to dig into. And uh, it has been a whole lot of fun. I want to continue. Hugh, thank you again. Appreciate you being with me. I appreciate you having me. It, this is, this has been a blast. I love doing things like this.